whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Kuralt, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Sadbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Gale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us this this is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Garden Report. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All of those uh, wonderful announcers on that. Uh, I love, uh, I, I started putting that together decades ago and have added to it. And I, I, I love hearing it. Uh, every Saturday, I, I hope uh, the folks who are listening do, because uh, I worked with many of them, and uh, some I've just uh, heard tales and stories about. But there's one missing, Mike. <laughs> well. The Hall of Famer, <coughs> also known as Little Rufus. I know that, but I, I, I just don't feel right putting myself in there. It's, well, uh, I give you permission. One thing I, I, I don't have is, I don't think, is a big ego. Like uh, no, some some not. in this business, it should be big. I'm more self-effacing and uh, I tr- you know modest because I am so thankful for um, the chances I've I've had and for how things have have worked out. I mean, I've worked hard, but I mean, I've worked really hard and and devoted a, a lot of the week. I've worked six days a week for 
almost 50 years. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I've earned everything. But, I, I, you know, I just maybe someday, maybe someday we'll, it'll be on there. But that, that would be that would be a thrill. I'd like to, uh, I, before we end, I think I'll, I'm going to put the uh, our, our weekend gardener cast on there. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll, we'll just all go in together into that <laughs> Hall of Fame. How's that? <clears throat> Rufus is on there, and Ann, Ann and uh, uh, of course uh, the Tar Heel gardener John Harris, uh, who we miss, uh, who almost made it. He made it to 99. He was he was a, I mean, almost made it to 100. He was 99 when he passed away uh, a few years ago, and uh, he he was 15 minutes a week. And he hmm. you know back when when uh, you know, radio radio was huge, AM radio was was huge. It it uh, still is. Uh, to us, and uh, we hope everybody enjoys this show. But uh, the Tar Heel Garden was really something. And John was a professor at NC State, and he uh, read letters. And whoever was uh, the morning disc jockey at some point, it was Bill Jackson, for instance, who, uh, Phil Franklin, Wally Osley, and a lot of people. And I, I was uh, I was the last one before he retired, and so we. When he retired, we brought in Irv Evans and made it a half-hour talk show. And thanks to Mr. Curtis, it has uh, evolved into three hours over the years. So, a good good investment, I think. I think so. Thirty uh, approaching when, in January, when did, thirty-nine years. When did it go to three hours? Sometime in uh, the mid '90s, I think, uh, as I recall. So some of it's kind of a blur, but I think I think around the mid '90s. Uh, Irv had to leave us. He he lost something happened with his his voice, and he had to leave us uh, because of that. And he uh, he's been on once since. He was on our his, his voice is still real rough. So that's when Miss Ann, who was one of his master gardeners, took over, and the rest is history for her. She uh, she was you know quite an integral part of making this show what it is, and we we miss her a great deal too. So um, and hope to get hope Irv will be available and you know and uh, year after next be my 50th anniversary at WPTF and the 40th anniversary of the Weekend Gardener and by golly my 50th wedding anniversary wow all in the same year 2025 so we I hope we can have a party uh, like we did uh, for the 30th anniversary and maybe even bigger. We had a good time at that one. You were there. Mm-hmm. You were there mm-hmm. for that. So we had uh, governors and would-be governors and senators and all kinds of people calling in. I don't know if they'll do it this time, but we uh, we were certainly honored to have that. But just to celebrate a little bit, that's what we'll do uh, year after next for the for the weekend. We might make it over to uh, the, the uh, uh, executive mansion again. Gerald is uh, – we haven't even mentioned uh, – you're such a mainstay of this show. You were at the the governor's mansion as its curator, groundskeeper for how long? Uh, 2003 to uh, September 2014. So you were there. Now you are, um, for many years, have been at the Centennial Campus, which was a lot more to take care of. But it's different. It's, it's different. a different place. It's, it's different. That... Uh, yeah, the governor's uh, the governor's mansion and the, the grounds over there. It's it's kind of a 
a rather peaceful, even with all the politics, it's a really peaceful, yeah, nice place. What happens behind the walls stays behind the walls. <laughs> and boy, there are some walls there. Uh, but it's, it's, I just love riding around. It's even better if you get, uh, get a chance to take a tour. And uh, I know Halloween, I think people, they, that's Ooh. always a big deal. It is. So they're preparing for that. And uh, you, I don't know that you'll be able to see any of the grounds. I don't know if they still have the garden tours. I know you, you used to have all kinds of garden, garden that, tours that there. That was the one thing I was probably the, the proudest about in my tenure there. It had got down where they didn't hardly, hard, hardly have anything for tours. And we really got that built back up. We started doing kids' garden tours yeah. out of that and all that. And that was good to really spread the word. And, you know, we kind of, that's when I, you know, it really expanded the raised bed vegetable garden part of it. And that had a lot of interest because that was along about the time that you were starting to hear about, you know, all the stuff wrong with, uh, you know, your lettuce and va people getting sick and even dying and, People started taking more of an interest in, well, maybe I need to be growing my own food instead of buying something and I don't right. know how it's been handled. Absolutely, and growing and for others, that. as y'all did over there, too. So the timing of that was really good. Uh, so that, that made it, you know, really easier, and that kind of took off on its own. Well, you, uh, I know at least one governor in recent times, they don't have a lot of time to do anything, but I know Governor Purdue was very interested in gardening, vegetable and otherwise. Yes, and, and uh, a lot of people don't realize her husband, the first first gentleman, Bob Eves, was on the NC Botanical Garden Board of uh, Governors. So he was very, very interested mm -hmm. in gardening, kind of like most people didn't have much time when he was younger because he was, you know, business-oriented and it took up all his time, but as he got older, uh, he really took a big interest in gardening and, and knew a lot about uh, different plants and all. So that always makes a, a person that had my job a lot easier when the governor and governor's spouse take an interest in it. The uh, gentleman from Watauga County is recognized. Well, I, I, I got a report here from from uh, the bouncer. He Joe says, the bouncer, huh? Uh, he says, since you guys were on the subject... A pepper says anyone tried the new pepper called Pepper X? Yes. Yeah, we we, we were that. talking about that. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, apparently uh, we were invaded by. Martians. The only thing <laughs> that's the only thing I can I can figure out. But we uh, we're using other technology right now. Hope we're uh, coming through okay. Uh, here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener, we're at the North Carolina Wine Festival. Uh, Rufus Edmonston and Gerald Adams with us, and uh, we were uh, we were talking about uh, before our our uh, buzzing interruption and loss of power. To uh, about uh, the governor's mansion and and all that has has gone on there over the years uh, with those beautiful and the evolution of those those gardens and uh, also uh, Rufus was taught, was reading from he was doing a soliloquy from Joe the Bouncer Joe the Bouncer about yeah uh, Joe the Bouncer says since you guys were on the subject of peppers 
as Emlyn tried the new pepper called Pepper X. Yes, Daryl. The Scoville scale has the intensity of 3,180,000 Scoville. The Carolina Reaper is at 1,400,000 to 2,000,000 Scoville. I won't be attempting to ingest either of them. Enjoying the show from Virginia this morning, trying to get my work done before the rest. That's from our friend Joe the Bouncer. And yes, uh, Gerald can tell you all about any kind of pepper because he grows how many, Gerald? I don't know, 60 to 75 different varieties of peppers. And uh, the pepper X is, there's a lot of unknown about it now. It did just top the Carolina Reaper, according to Guinness, when they did the testing. The same person that developed the Carolina Reaper has developed this. But the question is, there are no seed available yet. And I've heard a tale that he's been messing with this pepper for, for years. Uh, that he can't get the seed out of that super hot pepper to come back and produce the same pepper he's having to cross plants every year. Hopefully that won't be the case, and we'll find out soon, but you can't go anywhere on the planet and buy pepper X seeds yet because I've already looked. (laughs) Have you looked, Ruben? I have looked. I just want to stick with Tabasco pepper. Uh, That's the the kind that my brother-in-law, the judge, uses for his knockoff Tabasco. Well, hallelujah. Long as long as I don't have to. I remember uh, my mother growing some in a bed in the front yard for some reason. I guess because the, the east facing, she got uh, a lot of sun that way. And uh, they they were always happy plants. But I, uh, for some reason, got curious when I was pretty young. And, and I think I pulled one off and I accidentally squirted some of that. And a little bit of it got in my eye, and I, I probably could have won an Olympic sprint at that point. Uh, as many times as I ran around the house, because <laughs> that's that's all I knew was to uh, run around the house and scream. Finally, uh, finally, I got got straightened out. But uh, that that's a, a nice lesson learned for a young person. Just uh, be easy with those peppers. Don't get any in your eye, uh, especially the hotter ones. That can that could be pretty rough. So are you, uh, have you planted anything lately, Rufus? I sure have. I, on uh, Wednesday, I planted three uh, hydrangeas, three uh, camellias, and I want to say a word about Tabasco peppers again. They make a beautiful plant. They grow upright, and as Daryl will tell you, they, they stick up straight in the air. When they're red, it is extremely beautiful or or ornamental plants and uh even if you don't want to use them uh you're you've got some real color there so i highly recommend tabasco peppers if you can get seed or or uh or plants gerald you can buy the plants from me okay <laughs> uh, i i have them every year it, it's a very popular plant uh if you for people that like to make their own hot vinegar if you ever see it for sale you know uh, Texas Pete has a brand. That yellow pepper in it is the Tabasco pepper before it turns to the orange and red color. And it's not quite, it starts out green, goes yellow, then goes orange red. It's not quite as hot at the yellow stage. But what's really surprising about it, it's a little small pepper full of juice. Yeah. So, so it's great when you're trying to make you know some kind of sauce. Well, Mike, you were, you were mentioning planting. Uh, now is the time to go see what your uh, Camellia of Cyprus are going to look like. 
in full bloom. Now's the time to go see what the Azalea Encore looks like. And the, the time to buy a plant, if you want to know what it looks like, is when it's in bloom. So now is just about perfect for those two plants. And I still recommend, if you don't have uh, any uh, sweet tea olives, get some. They're blooming again. They're blooming. Mine, mine started blooming again this morning. And I, 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 it makes a great hedge, too, Mike will tell you. Mm-hmm. And Gerald, they've been out there. I've got some that are at least 30 feet tall. And you can make a wonderful hedge and have just a magnificent scent all over your yard. And so far, there are no disease problems with them. But I am, and something we want to talk about when we come back, are uh, disease problems with the crepe myrtle that I think is affecting, going to be affecting everybody, maybe. Uh, you're listening to The Weekend Gardener on WPTF. We're at the North Carolina Wine Festival. Uh, we'll be here until 11. It actually, uh, the VIP, if you have VIP tickets, uh, you can get in at the 11 o'clock noon otherwise. Uh, so have a good time here at uh, Coca Booth Amphitheater off Tryon Road, uh, the uh, Regency Park area uh, with the W on a beautiful day. Here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. We uh, we had some technical problems, so we, you may not be able to hear us as clearly uh, as uh, you were through most of the program, but we'll do the best that we can. We'll enunciate even more. How's that? Uh, you know, each season brings a different challenge for the health and safety of your automobile, uh, SUV, truck, whatever you got. King's Auto Service believes in being proactive for the maintenance of your car and the effects of the coming colder weather. And, uh, you know, it may be down to 34 degrees next week sometime. So now is the time to get those belts, hoses, fluid levels checked with your, you know, antifreeze protection levels. It's always good to do that. Shred depth on your tires for maximum handling. And control of your vehicle are also important for winter weather conditions. Let Kings help you with this important checklist. Those of you currently driving a a Prius, Toyota, or some other type of hybrid vehicles, which are very popular right now, uh, or you can you can go to Kings for uh, a lot of reasons there because they have certified hybrid technicians and they can deal with that huge battery. You've got in the vehicle, in addition to the to the twelve volt battery that every uh, car and truck and SUV has, so they can you know diagnose any problem with it or or replace the battery pack for less than the the dealer will charge you. And this may happen uh, one hundred fifty thousand miles. I think is is the industry average, but it could go much longer than that. Call Kings today. Be proactive with your vehicle. That'll save you a lot of time and effort and probably some expense over the long run. It'll, it'll, uh, it'll certainly save you some trouble if, you're, if you have to break, you know, if you're broken down on the highway late at night, for instance. So King's Auto Service, easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service. Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Rufus, uh, do you have a 
Cliff Joyner saying of the day? I have one. If you recall here recently, we, we've seen how this wonderful Olympian, Mia Hamm, has just over, overcome a tremendous, tremendous uh, bout of a, a evil pneumonia and it seems to be getting better. Let me give you a quote from her. A winner is that person who gets up one more time than she is knocked down. How appropriate for Mia Hamm. Yeah. yeah. Who's just as getting over uh, a life-threatening disease that she had. So thank you, Cliff Joyner, for providing uh, the Cliff Joyner <laughs> whatever Cliff provides saying of the day. <clears throat> you know we all we ought to go see Cliff again. We, I think I don't, I don't know that you have time. I think we ought to take another road trip to uh, to Nashville. I'm ready. Are you? I'm ready. I'll call him if he's not listening. If somebody's listening in Nashville, tell tell uh, Cliff where coming that is, Steve. <laughs> and eat it, eat at the library. I don't know if it's called, still called a library, but it's a nice. That's where we ate. They have books on the shelves there, and it's uh, boy, just great food. So we'll uh, we, we may go down. We we'll make plans to do that. By golly, Melissa's going to be out of town. She's going to be with a bunch of cousins down in Charleston next weekend. So maybe we ought to. Maybe are you got anything to do on Friday? Friday, Friday sounds good to me. All right, well, I'll, I'll see if Cliff is available. I, I'm sure he's a busy man, too. We'll see if, if he's available. Big John and I, Thursday, are going down to Wilbur's uh, to have a, a, a nice meal. And uh, I will bring back another another bottle of Wilbur's sauce because I still believe that it's the best, Jeremy. It's pretty good. I can't disagree with you on that. Well, we 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 will Scott's, we Scott's we is very similar. That's another. Well, we went to, we went we went to your your place Stevenson's last weekend, and I was very pleased with it. And uh, Brunswick's too was good. Well, I'm and I enjoyed it. And the chicken. Yes, I know you should have the barbecue. They have very good barbecue chicken too. But on your first trip, you have to get through the pork experience. What what was the best part of that meal, Rufus? The best part of the meal was this wonderful guy named Wayne who has a, a booth out at the uh, State Farmer's Market, and he sneaked up and, and paid for our bill, and we didn't know what happened. There we go. Went to get the bill, and we didn't have one. And the lady said, he paid for it. Yeah. So, Wayne, thank you. We appreciate that. Uh, uh, yeah, making a, uh, a barbecue run, a tour, is a good thing. Now, uh, at, uh, there is a barbecue restaurant. Doug Saul's in Nashville has been there for a long, long time. Uh, we could eat there, but we'll we'll just we'll just see if, if I, we'll play it by ear. You know, we'll we'll uh, head down there. Maybe the graphic wants an interview too. We'll check into that. See if they're interested in interviewing the great one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> thanks to Big Rufus. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, 919-860-9783. I don't know if we can hear you with this contraption, but we'll try. But we're running out of time, you know, and, and the the festival is uh, is gearing up. There are a lot of vendors out here selling uh, different things. Even the guy over here with a kilt. I don't know if he's selling kilts or he's, what is he selling? Anything? He's selling what? Mead? Honey wine. Honey wine. Oh, mead. Have you ever had any mead, Rufus? Never have food with it. You can shortly if you want to. I see them. They just put the bottles in the cooler. Honey wine. 
when I, I I've never I've never heard of that. I I need I need a better education. You need what, a need. I may I may after this half hour. Mead is kind of like Northern Europe is where like it's mostly popular. Like what's the Scandinavia? That's what it's called. So does it warm you up? I didn't got one, I guess. Too. Yeah, I've never had it. I know people that like it. It's supposed to be really sweet and kind of heavy. Well, with, it goes with our medieval thing from earlier today. Oh, that's right. Uh, Sir, Sir Rufus. Sir Conference. Sir Conference, yeah. Wow. So are you going you gonna to get out and plant anything today, or are you going to prop your feet up? I, I'm going to do a little bit of pruning today. Good day to prune, too, Gerald. Good day to build a greenhouse, and that's where I'll head to so the show's up. How many greenhouses do you have now? What are you going to put in it? Four, and I only grow vegetable plants. Of course, I might put uh, some cuttings from a Confederate rose. In- oh, <laughs> we we like that very much. Everybody ought to have a Confederate rose. Uh, it's just it's just such such a delightful bloom at this time of year. And another thing too that that I have blooming is uh, what I call swamp daisy, a huge uh, about ten feet tall, just draped over a bright yellow flower. It's, it's very, very aggressive. Though. You got to watch it. it will spread, so keep it in tow. But have some around for this time of year. Yeah. I, I, what What are the conditions for the Confederate rose? Now it looks the bloom looks not like a rose, but more like a peony. Peonies uh, need cool soil, but they need sunlight. What about uh, the Confederate uh, rose? The Confederate rose would do well anywhere that an hibiscus would, because it's in the rose mallow family, so it's got to have some sun. Uh, needs to be good draining soil, but other than that, not very particular. But they do, once you get three or four years down the road, they can get fairly tall. I mean, they can get, you know, 10, 9, 10 foot tall easily, and they, they get wider each year. So put it somewhere where you get some room if you find one. And if you find me next spring, I'll have some rooted. Are, are they only pink? Yeah, I've not seen them any other color than that. Well, they're pretty pink, Rufus. Oh, absolutely. I, I just adore it. And uh, I, I can't wait to, uh, I guess, divide this, the thing sometime this winter, Gerald, if, if I'm going to do that, uh, like you would with a hibiscus. And I'm, I'm certainly going to cut the stalks down, which are at least 10 to 12 feet tall. But it towers above everything else, not only in stature, but in absolute beauty, beautiful leaves, uh, they're turning a bronze color. And there's that beautiful peony, or peony, as Mama called it. Peony look. Are they cold-hardy? Very, very. And there, I mean, we have uh, camellias and, and pansies, snapdragons, things like that blooming. But that that gives us uh, a little more color. I mean, you you can't have too many things blooming in your landscape, and you, as we've mentioned many times, should have something blooming year-round. It's very easy. And they have basically no disease issues. You get them through, they're very drought-tolerant as well. Obviously, a little fertilizer to start with, you get it growing a little quicker, but it's about as low maintenance comes. You know, once it, you have a frost and freeze, you're going to whack it back to the ground every year. That's basically it. Okay. Well, 
Are they uh, are they usually available in nurseries? Or are they hard to they're not not easy to find, huh? Very hard to find, which is why I'm going to grow some from cuttings. Uh, people like Rufus can get one. Yeah. Are they considered a hardy hibiscus? Uh, well, yes, because it comes back every year. So, and I mean, it's, it's, you can't, I'm not going to say you can't kill one. If you put one in too much shade, it probably won't bloom. Uh, but it's a very, very hardy plant. And it's a great background plant. Uh, if you have, want something tall in the background, uh, get one of these Confederate roses and, and keep up with Gerald. Because I've, I've never, I've, I can't even remember where I got mine. I, I think Phil gave it to me, or maybe Gerald when he worked out at Phil's. I'm not sure. Yeah, I've had it about 10 years and love it. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to, as I said, I'm going to have to find find some, some room for it somewhere because uh, to have something blooming in the fall uh, would would be really nice besides uh, camellias, which are nice. I mean, there's so many varieties of those. If we could if we could have develop a camellia that, I know there are some that have some fragrance, but some that have really good fragrance, something that will carry through the air. And you know, there's a, is it sensation? Is that, is that one of the camellia varieties? Yes, but I, I, it's got some smell, but it's not like that uh, fragrant osmosis that are recent. Where's that at? You know, you're right. looking, I mean, you're looking for it from a distance. You smell it. Yeah, the tiny little blooms. There's, there's a one, one Mike uh, called Apple Blossom. It's got a faint little scent to it, but it's it's not heavy. That's one of your favorites. Yeah, one of my favorites, Apple Blossom, and uh, of course my favorite though is Our Linda. I've showed that to you. And it better be, yeah. but it's a beautiful pink, just covered, and it's a bes- right beside it is the Yuletide. But it's not supposed to be blooming right now, Gerald, but blooming away, Yuletide. I think you said you had one blooming, Mike. Is that uh, is that somebody practicing over there with a saxophone? I don't know if any if you are, if if anybody can hear this, uh, hear the saxophone in the background. So yeah, they'll have have music today. We couldn't. Uh, Kenny Kennan, who uh, is uh, a legend in the radio market here, uh, is was uh, walking around. She stopped by to talk and asked her if she was going to sing. She says she doesn't sing, even though she has a beautiful broadcasting voice. So uh, there will be some music here today, and and lots of wine, and lots and lots of vendors. So come on out, to Coca Booth Amphitheater, to the North Carolina Wine Festival, and. Uh, Dare we say, plenty of wine, too. Uh, opens up at noon, unless you have a VIP ticket, and that's 11 o'clock. And Coca Booth Amphitheater is just off Tryon Road in the Regency Park area. Quite an extensive area over here. And a uh, perfect day uh, to, to be out here. If you want to sit, I guess you bring your own chairs. I don't know. Or a blanket or whatever. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF at 1047. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country. The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. 
And I think we probably run it into the ground today, uh, officially. I don't know. <laughs> we're, uh, we're using auxiliary uh, system here. I hope you can hear us well. I hope that uh, Brother J.C. Knowles can hear us because he's up next on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Morning, J.C. We've missed you. Good morning. Well, I miss I miss y'all and talking to you, but I listen to you every Saturday faithfully. I really do. And uh, I, I wanted to call you today to let you know uh, my health problems is the same, but I'm feeling good taking my medicine and everything's going well. Well, I hear sirens here. Uh, they may be coming after us uh, if we uh, just. Okay. Send- <laughs> Big Ed, Little Rufus, and Gerald, Anna Harrison will all be uh, going somewhere. Now that sounds like a fire truck. Yeah, so we. And I, uh, I, I won't tell Rufus. I had lunch at Pam's restaurant yesterday, and they told me what a great affair he had there on Thursday night. Uh, but they said well, the only thing missing, the only thing uh, missing was J.C. No. That's exactly right, and we said that, and. And we had about 200 people there. And, of course, the weekend gardener was really represented with Mike and Phil and uh, Nelsa. And the only thing missing was J.C. Knowles. And, uh, but he will be there in full color for the Chitlin Club. I had a lot of inquiries, J.C., about the Chitlin Club. And I'm going to have to run them by you to see if the director of the CIA approves. All right. That would be great. I've got two or three walk to join it. That's good. Did you, did you and Mike uh, get a chance to look in the little private dining area and saw yes, the painting yeah. hanging there? I saw that. Yes, sir. Uh, that's that's good work, JC. Absolutely beautiful work. Well, thank you. I, for a ninety-five-year-old man that never held a paintbrush in his hand, I think I'm doing pretty good. You're doggone right. Uh, you're a renaissance man there, J.C. The what? I say you're a renaissance man. Well, uh, I'll, I'll claim it. I'll claim it. You're a knight in shining armor. That's yeah, right. And, uh, Rufus, I hope you're going to be at the good old boys Tuesday. I will see you there, my friend. All right. And uh, bring Mike, if you could, as a guest. We'd love to have him there. Maybe someday. They, All they, right. they they work me like a horse over there, like a All fire right, horse. Well, let me close so out I, here I have so to be you, there. I so have to be you at the can station. someone, but uh, this man and his wife had just finished dinner, and he went to the refrigerator and got a beer, and walked out to uh, went to the uh, den to watch the news while he was drinking his beer, and wasn't long she came in. She said, "Listen, that's the last beer you're gonna drink." I mean the last beer you're going to drink because it's too expensive and you're drinking too much. And the man said, well, why is it you can buy what you want, but I can't buy what I want? I saw you come home last week with $85 worth of cosmetics. And she said, yeah, but I need those to make myself pretty for you. He said, heck, that's why I drink the beer. (laughs) Oh, oh, J.C., <laughs> and look, if if you if you allow me, I a good friend that listens to y'all every Saturday, Barbara Bullard down at Mount Olive, a good friend of mine, 
and uh, she keeps up with me because of my health and everything. Uh, I claim her as kin folk, but uh, very nice lady. She listens to y'all every week. Uh, hello, Barbara. And man, all right, well, y'all have a good weekend. Don't drink too much wine now. Yes, we'll, sir. Yeah, we'll we'll try. We'll try. All right. We're making the over They're going to call me, and I'll baptize you out there with you. <laughs> God okay, love you, Jay Z. All right, buddy. All right, thank bye-bye. you. Uh, North Carolina's historian, our wonderful JC, who is truly a man for all seasons. He is. He is, and uh, ninety-five years old. He's doing okay. He, he can. He can do just about anything. He makes me look like a spring chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, JC, thank you, buddy. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, we're at the Wine Festival, North Carolina Wine Festival. Boy, I'll tell you, there are all kinds of sirens. They, they're coming after us. I just know that. Uh, Jill is, I think, we got time for Jill here. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. How can we help you? I wanted to know how late you can plant bushes and flowers in the Raleigh area, as well as uh, fescue seeds. What uh, what did you have in mind? What type of flowers and shrubs did you want to plant? Uh, spirea, lantana. Uh, plant now. You know, how long can you plant? Uh, you know, shrubs. I, pretty much. Uh, I, I I think now you can plant at least up to mid December. Uh, mm-hmm. If we were going to start to see lots of nights in the mid to low twenties. I might, I might would ease up, but clearly all of the month of November is not a problem and maybe on into, you know, some, some years we've had roses blooming at Christmas, you know, you could plant maybe possibly through December as well. Okay. I, I plant till the, the ground is too hard to dig. <laughs> and that's, mm-hmm. we don't often see that anymore around here. No. Jill, uh, so you, you're interested in a lot of different spireas. Yes. There are, there are lots uh, you can choose from. Did you have a particular variety in mind? I think it was called the Double Red Play. Double Red Play? Yes. Yeah. yeah, and, and uh, Gerald also mentioned uh, what, Gerald? Take a look at candy corn. Okay. And um, <laughs> so also we've kind of been a little late getting our fescue seed down and uh, anything special we need to do if we're still putting seed down? You just keep it watered. It doesn't take a lot of water, but you need for those seeds to be damp. And more importantly, when the seedlings sprout, you need to keep them damp so that they can establish some roots. You know, the blade okay. gets up three, four inches tall, then you're probably okay, but you got to get them germinated and up, and you've got to get them to that point. All right, thanks. And I do have one more question. How do yes, we spread a dollar read? We've tried what was that? What was that again? How do we get rid of dollar weed? Dollar weed. Daryl certainly knows about weed. Well, Roundup will kill it, but uh, it can be a little bit of an issue if it's actually in your lawn where you don't want to kill the grass. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, which herbicide you you really need to look at the labels. I'm not sure if two four D. If dollar weed is listed on it, uh, but any of the broadleaf weed herbicide, 
when you look at the label, to give a printout form. And if it says dollar wheat, then just follow the instructions on the mix, and that should take care of it. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, being a part of the show. Take care, Jill. I appreciate it. Take care. Have a good weekend. Yes, ma'am. Bye. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm, people are interested not on just days like this, uh, this time of year, of getting out. It's a lot more tolerable to get out in the landscape and do a little work, Daryl. By far, it's a great time to plant. I mean, you can't pick a better time of year than to plant right now. Uh, Commissioner, do you have anything else to say? The only thing I'm going to say is, be the kind of person your dog thinks you are. Okay. Yeah. Whether you have a dog or not, be that, you might know some. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, if you if you do that, then you'll be a decent, kind, giving person. Any parting words, Gerald? Uh, tips you can give us? Uh, you can always catch me at GeraldineHenrysPlants.com. It's got a way on there. You can email me. If you got any questions, I get a, a brief moment where I can answer them. What about Henry? What does he do? Uh, Henry is uh, almost to the point where he can start potting up stuff. We'll find out this winter. He four yet? Yep. He was four, and we had a large time at the fair. I mean, a large time. Did y'all get on rides, or did you just eat a lot? Uh, we did more riding. He didn't ride a lot last year. He rode everything in sight this year, and some of the things he wasn't tall enough, so I had to get on there with him. So. I got the full experience myself. Oh, I hope there were some pictures of that. Now, what I like is the, the whatever they call it, the it's like a ski lift that goes all across. That's that. my, that's my favorite thing. I bet he enjoyed that. He did the ski lift for the first time, and twice it stopped for about a minute. And Henry was fine with that, but my wife wasn't quite as thrilled about that. She was really important to get moving. Harrison, thank you for your help, sir. Jason back at the station, Brother Rufus and uh, Gerald Adams. Uh, We uh, will see you next week with the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Have a great day, everybody. Come out to the North Carolina Wine Festival at Cocoa Booth Amphitheater.